Welcome to the History of North America. I'm Mark Vinette. The Anglo-Spanish War was an intermittent conflict that began in 1585 between the kingdoms of Spain and England. The conflict included much English privateering against Spanish treasure ships in the New World and several major sea battles including the Spanish Armada in 1588 which influenced the subsequent exploration, commercialization, settlement, and colonization of North America. The defeat of the Spanish Armada brought fame both for England and Queen Elizabeth I. Europe was stunned that such a small island nation had successfully defended itself against such a major aggressor. While the war with Spain would continue until 1604, the outcome was no longer taken for granted and foreign diplomats began to court England as a possible ally. Elizabeth's popularity soared. The impact of the victory for the nation's self-confidence cannot be overestimated. England's success was celebrated in all manners of ways. Songs were written, medals struck, portraits painted, and prints published. All lauded Elizabeth as a savior who stood firm to protect her nation, shared the glory of the success with the English Navy, and gave thanks for divine intervention. God breathed and they were scattered. The Anglo-Spanish War was brought to an end with the Treaty of London in 1604, negotiated between King Philip III of Spain and the new King of England, James I. In the treaty, England and Spain agreed to cease their military interventions in Europe, and the English ended their high seas privateering in the New World. He blew with his winds and they were scattered, is a phrase used in the aftermath of the defeat of the Spanish Armada when the Spanish fleet was broken up by a storm, which was also called the Protestant Wind. The phrase seems to have had its origin in an inscription on one of the many commemorative medals struck to celebrate the occasion. Other medals used altered and abbreviated versions of the phrase, such as, God blew and they were scattered, or God breathed and they were scattered. The alternative term, the Protestant wind, was sometimes used, again, to emphasize the divine nature of the victory. The conflict had clear religious dimensions. Relations between Catholic Spain and Protestant England had been souring for a considerable period of time, eventually leading to the outbreak of the Anglo-Spanish War. Events had been brought to a head by the English support of the Spanish-occupied Protestant Netherlands in the Eighty Years' War. The Dutch were revolting against Spain, and to prevent further English support, King Philip II of Spain planned an invasion of England. In 1587, he obtained papal authority to overthrow Elizabeth, who had been excommunicated by Pope Pius V, and place whomever he chose on the throne of England. An armada, the Spanish word for a battle fleet, termed the Great and Most Fortunate Navy, was prepared to invade England, defeat its armies, and depose Queen Elizabeth. The Spanish Empire at this time was one of the wealthiest and most powerful in the world. England, in comparison, was considerably weaker, both economically and militarily, and since becoming Protestant on the accession of Elizabeth, lacked powerful allies on the continent. The Armada was subsequently defeated by the English fleet under the English admirals Charles Howard, John Hawkins, and Francis Drake. 
the Armada was unable to pick up the Spanish force of 30,000 troops commanded by the Duke of Parma waiting in the Netherlands and was forced instead to flee northwards around the east coast of Britain and attempted to return to Spain by sailing around the north coast of Scotland and around Ireland. Here, in addition to the usually rough seas, the ships ran into a heavy storm, sometimes described as one of the most northern hurricanes on record. Already in poor condition after an extended period at sea, many ships were sunk or driven onto the Irish coast and wrecked. The Armada ceased to be an effective force. The ships that returned to Spain were in poor condition and their crews weakened and diseased from the long journey. Philip's plans to invade England had been effectively quashed, the weather having played a large part. A later legend had him declare, I sent my ships to fight against the English, not against the elements. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-218-6010. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-218-6010. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-218-6010. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. The Spanish-English conflict was viewed all over Europe as a contest between Catholicism and Protestantism. The unlikely victory was viewed by the English as being proof of God's support for the Protestant cause. Church services and thanks were held across the country, and a number of medals were produced in England and the Dutch Republic to commemorate the event. One of the most famous bore this biblical-inspired inscription in Latin, Jehovah blew, and they were scattered. The inscription accompanied a scene of a fleet of ships on a stormy sea. The reverse displayed a church building, symbolizing the Protestant church, remaining unmoved in a storm, symbolizing the Armada invasion, with another Latin inscription, I am assailed, but not injured. Other medals included one that showed a wrecked galleon, and on the obverse, some people praying. Another large silver medal displayed a scene of some sinking ships on one side. On the other, it satirized the Pope, King Philip, and other clerics and rulers who were shown with bandages over their eyes and with their feet resting on a bed of sharp spikes. Yet another, used by England as a naval reward medal, depicts a portrait of Queen Elizabeth surrounded by her titles and featuring on the reverse an island on the sea with a large bay tree immune to lightning towering over a town, bearing the Latin inscription, Not even dangers touch it. These many commemorative phrases, along with Elizabeth's speech to the troops at Tilbury, have become part of the popular mythology of the event. The Queen's discourse was delivered to the land forces assembled at Tilbury in Essex in preparation for repelling the expected land invasion by the Spanish Armada. 
Here is an audio version of the Queen's famous speech. Queen Elizabeth I addresses her troops at Tilbury in anticipation of the Spanish Armada in 1588. My loving people, we have been persuaded by some that are careful of our safety to take heed how we commit ourselves to armed multitudes for fear of treachery. But I assure you, I do not desire to live to distrust my faithful and loving people. Let tyrants fear. I have always so behaved myself that, under God, I have placed my chiefest strength and safeguard in the loyal hearts and goodwill of my subjects. And therefore I am come amongst you, as you see, at this time not for my recreation and disport, but being resolved in the midst and heat of the battle to live and die amongst you all, to lay down for my God and for my kingdom and my people, my honour and my blood, even in the dust. I know I have the body but of a weak and feeble woman, but I have the heart and stomach of a king, and of a king of England too. And think foul scorn that Palmer or Spain or any prince of Europe should dare to invade the borders of my realm, to which rather than any dishonour shall grow by me, I myself will take up arms. I myself will be your general, judge and rewarder of every one of your virtues in the field. I know already... For your forwardness, you have deserved rewards and crowns. And we do assure you, in the word of a prince, they shall be duly paid you. In the meantime, my lieutenant general shall be in my stead, than whom never prince commanded a more noble or worthy subject, not doubting but by your obedience to my general, by your concord in the camp, and your valour in the field. We shall shortly have a famous victory over those enemies of my God, of my kingdom, and of my people. Check out the YouTube version of this episode, which has accompanying images. I'm Mark Vinette, and I hope you're enjoying the ride. Doctors endorse it, nutritionists recommend it, and customers love it. Calotrin Healthy Weight Loss Ron in Texas lost 35 pounds. Marie in Pennsylvania lost 117 pounds with Calotrin. Diane not only lost weight, but she also found relief from arthritis. Lynn lost over 45 pounds. Calotrin contains collagen, the most abundant protein naturally occurring in the human body which decreases as we age. Taking Calitrin promotes better sleep, more energy, less joint pain, and best of all, weight loss. Calitrin has an amazing 86% success rate with their 90-day supply. And this week, take advantage of their President's Day sale. Buy the 90-day supply and get an extra month free plus free shipping. 
Ordering is so easy. Just text the word HISTORY to the code 30605 and we'll send you a link to this special offer. Again, text HISTORY, that's H-I-S-T-O-R-Y, using the code 30605.